Community Focus is a look at events, issues, and initiatives happening in and around the Brainerd Lakes area. Community Focus is produced by Hubbard Radio Brainerd and broadcast locally on 106.7 WJJY. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus. I'm Tess Taylor. My guests today are here from Wild and Free, the animal rehabilitation program out of the Garrison Animal Hospital. We have volunteer Becky Miller here, along with their newsletter editor and photographer, Jim Lease. Becky, Jim, welcome back to Community Focus. Thanks, Thank you Jess. so much for having us, Tess. All right. Well, you guys are, uh, well, first of all, you kind of have a full house over there, do you? Or are things kind of settling down a little? Things are calming down. This is our quiet time of the year, okay. and that is an okay thing. Everybody's getting a chance to catch their breath before that spring baby season arrives. And I know that seems like a long way off, but uh, boy, before you know it, it is here. Um, I'll go back to just a little bit of the beginning about Wild and Free. Some people are not familiar with what our organization is. We are based out of the Garrison Animal Hospital, like you said. And what happens is when an animal meets up with a situation that's not good for it, It is brought to the facility. It is checked out by a veterinarian, made an assessment on what this animal needs in order to be able to be released back into the wild, and then those steps are taken so that there can be a successful release. That's not always 100% um, possible. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's an injury to an animal that is not going to make it successful to be released. And at that point, we try to get those animals to a facility that can still have them perhaps on display in maybe a zoo setting or that type of thing. Sure. That's not something that happens at our organization because the intention is for all of the animals to be released. Contact with humans is kept to a very minimum. Yeah. There are some places also that are are, uh, breeding programs. Oh, okay. And we've had some trumpeter swans that can't be released, and they're still pretty rare. Even though they made an amazing comeback. Yeah. And we try real hard to get them into a breeding program. There's one in Iowa. I can't remember what the name of it is. Wow. But uh, do try that. And how do animals come to the facility? Are they brought in by individuals or are they, do you guys go get them if someone calls? How does that all work? It really varies from critter to critter and what mm-hmm. the circumstances are. We work um, closely with DNR officers who are often one of the places that are contacted when there's some type of an incident with a critter. Mm-hmm. And then many, many times it's individuals. And I think through programs um, like this where we have an opportunity to speak to people to let them know if you're not sure if an animal is in distress, the best thing is to call the Garrison Animal Hospital. Mm-hmm. And the Garrison Animal Hospital's telephone number is 320-692-4180. It is not answered 24 hours a day, but there is a 24-hour-a-day um, telephone number given. So if you call and it's after hours, mm-hmm. it tells you what the emergency number is, and you can contact, and you will be in touch with one of the vets who can make that assessment for you. Sure. And then what happens is... Um, if it's uh, able to be transported by the individual, mm-hmm. um, sometimes um, we're really not in the, um, I guess would say, we don't go out and capture um, right. animals. Right. Um, it's not that type of situation, but a lot of times somebody has a duck in a box or they have a mm-hmm. fawn with a broken leg mm-hmm. or, you know, that type of thing. And I know sure. you and um, you had chatted a, a one time about a situation where a friend of yours, I think, had an eagle that appeared to be distressed. Yeah. And the eagle had, in fact, just overeaten. <laughs> just, you know, <laughs> Christmas time's coming. I know. Couldn't I mean, fly, I've yeah. had those same meals myself. And right. so um, the call was made, said, why don't you go ahead and just watch for a while, see what happens. And by golly, Let them after, digest. Yeah, a little digestion <laughs> and they were able to fly. 
apply. Yes. Every once in a while, somebody will call and say, well, I can't bring it in. Mm-hmm. And then what, what am I supposed to do? Well, we, have, we do have some people who will travel to That's pick nice. up an injured critter. Sure. Um, I think about that turkey, um, the Ace Hardware start out on Highway 6 mm-hmm. out there. Uh, they knew that we were the wild and free, and they called and said, hey, we got an injured turkey. Can you come and oh, get it? Sure. <laughs> and so we did. We went over and got it, and it was an injured turkey, and it was mm-hmm. hiding under a trailer. And But we managed to get it and take it over to the Garrison Animal Hospital. Nice. But that's not the usual thing. Right. Best right. if the person who calls can get it to the Garrison Animal Hospital. That's the fastest way to get it there. Right. Absolutely. One of the things that I think is uh, really unique about um, Wild and Free is the volunteer opportunities. Yes. Because sometimes you have people who say, I would love to be able to feed critters. I would be able to work with them. And there's other people who say, oh, I don't want to be given a mouse to a raptor. That's right. not my you know deal. Well, we look for people to help us out with brat sales, with raffle tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, we're also really um, interested in having volunteers that would help us with the Brainerd's JC's Ice Extravaganza. Oh. We have been one of the groups that have been involved in riding the buses with the people, kind of giving them the information. It's really nice duty. Sure. Um, it's um, pretty short, and it makes a big difference for our organization. And it's warm. And it's warm <laughs> to be bus. on the buses. Yeah. Right. And if uh, somebody listening today is interested in that, you can send us an email at info at wildandfree.org. Okay. And let us know that you are interested, and we would be happy to put you on one of those buses. That sounds great. We also have people who do transporting of animals. Mm-hmm. So the animal is already in a cage. Um, sometimes it comes from another um, facility. They meet someplace, move that animal into their vehicle, and make the drive down, do another transport mm-hmm. to the clinic, and they're out of it. And so sure. there are lots of opportunities to be plugged in in a lot of different ways that can make a difference for us that don't necessarily have to be direct animal care. Right. For those people who are interested in direct animal care, there is a training session that happens every spring, right. and you can get in touch with us in the same way through the Wild and Free website. Mm-hmm. And I think Jim was going to chat a little bit about that. The website? <laughs> it's wonderful. Actually, um, it's, I've been doing the website since its inception a number of years ago, mm-hmm. and it was getting a little stale. I, you know, I've been doing it for so long, mm-hmm. and for the past year we've been trying to find someone to take over the website and, sure. and take care of it. And like a bolt out of the blue, somebody called and said, you know, I design websites for a living. I'd be glad to volunteer to help you oh, out. Oh, wow. So Karen Grover from Grover Design mm-hmm. called, and I got in, in uh, touch with her, and we talked about what was on there and how to go about whatever the various things, mm-hmm. the various parts of the website. And she has taken it over, and our brand new website went live yesterday. Oh wow! Exciting! And boy, you you need to take a look at it. She Absolutely. just did a magnificent job. Uh, that's wild and free. That's all one word, no spaces. dot okay. right. org, and and like I said, uh, it was getting a little stale. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a I'm not a website designer, creative type person. I was a math teacher. Well, bless her for coming up and <laughs> stepping up to the plate to volunteer. So that's nice. awesome. Yeah. Way to go. Absolutely. And that just goes to show, boy, there are a lot of different mm-hmm. ways to be involved with Wild and Free. Absolutely. Oh. Um, the other thing that might be of interest to our listeners today is there are all those procrastinators out there who are like, Christmas? 
Is it, is it? Is that coming up? Is it really just four days <laughs> <Yes>. away? <laughs> no, we have several things that might be um, nice for a, a Christmas present. First of all, there are memberships to Wild and Free. Mm-hmm. And so if you know someone who's an animal lover and you're thinking, wow, to give them a year's membership to Wild and Free, they'll get our newsletter, um, tells us the things that are happening. Memberships for um, a single person is 20, for a family 30, and for a business 50. Okay. Um, we also have um, some merchandise. It's kind of that... Uh, Black Friday sale continued on into almost Christmas um, Monday. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and so some of the things, uh, denim shirts used to be 30, they're 25. Zip hoodies were 30, they're the hoodies are awesome. I've got one. And my daughter even has a little one for her, too. So love there them. we go. We have a lot of different sizes. And at this time, I guess we would say to call directly to the clinic, I believe. Sometimes you can find merchandise on the website. But right now, because we're kind of cleaning out the last sure. stock before we order new, you could make that telephone call to Wild and free through the Garrison Animal Hospital, 320-692-4180. And we also have something called an Adopt an Animal Program. I love this. This is a neat idea. Yeah, and uh, several of us have had um, people who have adopted animals for us or we have adopted animals for a loved one. And I think, as we might have mentioned before, you don't get to bring home that bear. You know, <laughs> Penny always says yeah. that. She goes, no, you don't have to take yeah, it home. In fact, right. you can't. <laughs> don't, don't need to. Don't have to. Um, but what you do is you um, get the story on the critter. How did it come to be? You get a, a, a photo of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it's time for that critter to be released, if possible, mm-hmm. then perhaps that person can also be included on when the oh, release site takes place. So there's some neat. really um, cool things that can happen there. Okay. And the price on that is $100. And at this late date, I would say you would need to get directly in touch with the um, organization also. Absolutely. Same thing through the Garrison Animal Hospital. Speaking okay. of releases, mm-hmm. that's probably the most exciting part of what any of the volunteers get to participate oh, in. I can I just imagine. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's just amazing. I've been taking pictures of the releases for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. And to see a sweet young girl like my wife, Becky, <laughs> yeah. throw a great horned owl up in the air. Oh, wow. And have it fly off in, into the wild blue yonder is really exciting. I bet. Um, and, and the people who get to release, do the actual release, are volunteers with Wild and Free. And for the most part, uh, occasionally someone else will... Uh, be involved in a way that makes it good for them to do the release. Uh, yeah. We do a, a releases every year at the Ripple River, Ripple River okay. Art Fair. Yeah. Yeah. And this past year we had two great horned owls and a broadwing mm. hawk that were released. Wow. And the people who got to release them, when you when they first got there, we had people sign their names and throw them in a pot. Uh-huh. So they drew out the three names mm-hmm. of people who got to release them. And Neat. one of them was a little girl who was, what, about seven years old? Seven or eight. She was just remarkable because uh, it, the what she wanted to release was the great horned owl. Oh, wow. And it was almost the same size <laughs> as her. I was going to say, you know? those things are <laughs> big. <laughs> she was absolutely um, fearless. And, of sure. course, Dr. Katie worked with her on setting the owl actually free. But Jim got some awesome shots of that. And I believe those are still up on the webpage. They are on and the so webpage. The webpage has a nice set of uh, series of photos from different types of releases, which I think is what it's all about, yeah. you know, trying to get those critters um, safely back to the uh, back to the wild. 
Absolutely. And you mentioned, you know, there's a training course for those who do want to help feed the animals, because as you mentioned, there is minimal contact and you want to keep that contact so they don't get used to seeing humans providing their food. You want them back to their own little habitat and on their merry way. That's right. For example, when the bears are fed, the people who do the um, feeding are always in a garment that disguises um, basically what they look like. Ah. The bears are in a very large um, enclosure that is basically kind of camouflaged. Mm-hmm. There's no talking outside. Um, we don't want the bears to get accustomed to hear your voices, and there is food. Associating food, and so, yeah. um, the bears uh, continue to be frightened of humans, and when the cages are approached, they run. And okay. that's exactly what you want to have happen. Wow, so. interesting. It has. They have had a very um, good success rate mm-hmm. with um, wild and free bears not becoming nuisance bears, and I think that's, that's really a remarkable um, what do I want to say? It's an accomplishment. I mean, yeah, that's good to get them back to how they're yes. supposed to be, you know. Yes. And the yeah, DNR sure. kind of keeps track of them. Uh, sure. When they come to get them, uh, how do we have, are there four now? You know, I'm not exactly positive. I, I, I do know that We have that four there's... that are in hibernation. Uh, oh, yeah. We have, we have uh, little buildings that they can hibernate in. Neat. Very small. They're, I don't want to call them cages because they really aren't cages. No. But uh, when the DNR comes to get them, they always tag them. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. And, and uh, some of them. They put a radio collar on and can keep track of where they are. Oh, cool. So they, keep, they, they take pretty good care of them. And, and it's good. like Becky said, we have, as far as I know, have never had a problem with a nuisance bear that was rehabilitated at Wild and Free. That's good. That's very good. Do you know some of the animals that are there right now uh, that they're being cared for? Yeah, there are two um, signet swans um, that are going to be being transferred to the Iowa Swan Breeding Program. Um, They both have injured wings that Mm. will um, make it impossible for them to be able to be out in the wild. Um, But I think when maybe Penny was here visiting last time, had talked about a male um, trumpeter swan that had been brought to us with a large fish hook embedded in its eye. Oh. That one was not going to be able to be released either. He's been moved to the breeding program, and he has found a mate, and he's a proud papa. There so we go. Well, see, some things happen for a reason. I'm yeah, not saying you want a hook in the eye, but, you know. That's right. <laughs> and uh, what's nice to know is, like, not all of these injuries, even though they you know, they don't need to be put down, they can right. still be used for other purposes and, and, and education and that kind of stuff. So that's good. Right. It is a kind of a full circle that we're way. Sure. And we do want to make also another point. I think sometimes that people, when an animal is small, often feel like that would be kind of a fun thing to have or just don't really think about the repercussions of keeping Mm -hmm. a small animal that becomes a larger animal that has needs. And there have been several animals that were brought to Wild and Free this year were basically tame. And once an animal is tamed, it is not going to be successfully released Mm. to the wild. And so it's important And people's intentions are good. They want to care for it, but but that may not be the best idea. Yeah, Yeah. and so I, I would... Um, encourage people to think about what might be the later result on that um, critter Mm -hmm. um, and to try and keep in mind that there is a place available that they can bring that critter that can get the care that it needs and have a successful life in the wild. Sure, where they should be. (laughs) Absolutely. Do I understand you had a bobcat there too for a while? Mm, We had a number of bobcats. (laughs) Really? They're so fun. (laughs) (laughs) Their eyes are getting big, folks. Let me just tell you. (laughs) We had had three not too long ago that were released. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know where they came from. Do you, Becky? 
No, I'm not exactly positive what the story was. I thought it was something about like a trailer was disturbed and people thought they'd come across a a pile of kittens. Mm -hmm. And in reality, what they had was bobcats. And it became very quickly, um, because they were very small, that these were not kitten kittens. And they took them to um, Wild and Free. And they were able to be, and they were small enough, okay, that they Mm -hmm. needed the care that they would have normally gotten from their mom. And so after they were able to be large enough to be released on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, we were we, there on the day that um, they were taken to be released. Yeah, that was not that long ago. It was no, just a, it was a probably of September. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. They were released, and uh, hmm. there are pictures of that release on the webpage, folks. And yeah. again, what is that webpage? <laughs> www.wildandfree, all one word, mm-hmm. .org. All right. Everyone's like probably going to their, I gotta see this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are some really cool, and we're Very also neat. on Facebook. Yes. And so once you like us on Facebook, you see the different kind of critters that come in, and that's a little bit more. Um, up to date. Mm-hmm. Um, at this time of the year, we don't have as many fundraisers as we have at, at other times of the year, but we do have a, a really fun one coming up. Uh, we're going to have Happy Hour for a Cause on January 24th at the Iron Range Eatery in Crosby from oh, 5 to 7. Those are fun. Uh, yeah, we're very excited for that. Um, this will be f- our first time with those folks. Um, cool. There is a $15 entry free um, entry and it's all donated to Wild and Free. Um, they always have um, light appetizers, and then there's going to be um, beer tasting by the Cuyuna Brewing Company. So oh, we're very neat. excited for that business to um, help us out. Exactly. And I know that $15 is a minimum donation. To, you right. can make right. a bigger donation Absolutely. if you want to. It's just that's the minimum to attend the event and support the cause. But well worth it. And that's on January 24th from 5 until 7 again at the Iron Range Eatery. Fun. All right. Well, folks, we are just about out of time. Anything else we need to hit on? Oh, one thing I do want to ask, if there are organizations looking into the new year to have speakers come, I know you folks have people that go out and and talk and talk more about uh, what Wild and Free is all about. Thank you so much for remembering that for us. <laughs> yes, Bob and Shar Robel do a wonderful program, and they have spoken to many groups in the area, and they can tailor th- your um, presentation to whatever size group that you have. And however much time you have also. They nice. have a wonderful PowerPoint uh, with lots of good stories on mm-hmm. what happened with this critter, how did it come in, what happened from there, and they are, um, it's fascinating to listen to. Okay, so do we just call the Garrison Animal Hospital to set that in motion? That would be great. All right, we will do that. And again, that phone number is 320-692-4180. And I'm sure you can find out more, too, on that beautiful website with great (laughs) photos, wildandfree.org. And, of course, follow them on Facebook. I follow you guys on Facebook, and it's kind of fun to see the things that are coming in and going out. So it's really neat. All right. Well, thank you, Becky and Jim, for being here today, and have a very Merry Christmas. Thank you for and having to you. us. Thank, thank you. you. Becky Miller and Jim Lease here with Wild and Free. That's today's edition of Community Focus. And keep in mind, you can always hear Community Focus on our website now at 1067wjjy.com.